I'm Ben Rosen, and this is The Sports Podcast. So, last night, as we're recording this, the College Football Playoff Committee released their first rankings. Noah, what's your general thoughts on this top 25 before we get into the team-by-team breakdown? I mean, I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's good, but I don't think it's bad. They've done worse, I feel like, but... They've done better as well. They also had a really small sample size with some yeah. of these teams. And I think the different amount of games that these teams have played factored into some of these. Yeah, probably. They probably did. Definitely. So looking at the top four, Alabama, Notre Dame, Clemson, Ohio State, as expected. Ohio yeah. State did move down to four. Clemson moved up to three compared to the AP top 25. Um. Yeah, that... That happened, and I think it makes sense with the fact that Ohio State only just got by um, IU when they were up by quite the amount, so they can't deserve it. Clemson, with that one loss being to Notre Dame, do you think that'll help them, especially if they come back and beat Notre Dame in the ACC championship game? No, I don't think it it can help them because it's a loss in even if they do beat them in the conference championship game, which they will probably play in, I still think that's going to hurt them in the end, and it's going to have them behind them for well, the rest of the year. I think where it helps them is is it's the strongest loss they could have had. They could have lost to Boston College in that first game without Lawrence, and that would have hurt them more than the Notre Dame loss, I think. Well, well yeah, but it, it still hurts. It's still a loss. Do you think we could see if both teams went out, they play in the ACC championship game, Clemson wins, could we see both getting into the college football playoff? Yes, of course we can, because the fact is Clemson will win if they play in the championship game, because assuming Trevor Lawrence, you know, he's going to be there, and considering they almost beat him without him, they can definitely beat him with him. So looking at 5-6, and six, Texas A&M and Florida, I think head-to-head played a huge role in that because I would have Florida ahead of Texas A&M. Well, yeah, it did play a big role, and it makes sense why it did because Florida lost A&M, and that alone sums up why they are behind, and it makes a ton of sense because their records are about even, 6-1 and one and 5-1, and one, but that win is going to what decides who's ahead for probably a good chunk of the season. I mean, Florida's only losses to A&M, and A&M's, A&M's only loss is a blowout to Alabama. Yeah, it's Alabama. I think that can be accepted in the world if you get yeah. blown out by Alabama. So I think top six, not really surprising. Cincinnati at seven, not surprising. No. It's where they are in the AP top 25 as well. Northwestern at eight. I they jumped actually, a few spots up. Which I would I, agree I, with that. Yeah, I would agree with that too. Debatably, seven, eight, I could see you switching those, but I think they deserve to jump the spots they did because the fact is they've had quite the season this year, and they they beat Wisconsin, who was definitely expected to win the conference division, and they're 5-0. and oh. Yeah, so I think the top seven, and I think you could put Northwestern there eight. I think that's all very expected. Yeah, I probably could have told this you. This is that. where I start having problems. Georgia at number nine, with two blowout losses to Florida and Alabama. I think that's too high. I mean, 
maybe if we look at those blowout losses, um, because we we already determined a blowout loss to Alabama is kind of fine in this world, but well, Alabama is like consensus number one too. Yes, um, that Florida loss, it's it's gonna be big. But one thing you do have to a little bit look at is the statistics in that game, as the fact is, they kind of sucked as well in that game. But you have to remember. They didn't allow any points in the fourth quarter. I think I think the Florida loss is going to hurt Georgia a lot more than the Alabama loss. Well, yeah, yeah, definitely, because a loss to Bama means quite a, a lot less because it's Alabama. They had the and best team in it's going to keep Georgia out of the SEC championship game by losing to Florida. Yeah, probably because there's no way Florida's going to lose another two. Now we look at number 10, Miami. I think that's fair. They've kind of yeah. quietly just been there since I, losing to Clemson. I could definitely see them maybe being like somewhere between 10, 12, you know, in that area. I think that's a good spot for them, though. Oklahoma at number 11. I have problems with this one. Okay, what are those? I think they should have been flipped with Iowa State. Iowa State at 11, Oklahoma at 13. Because as we saw with A&M and Florida head-to-head, I think, played a big role in Iowa State beat Oklahoma head-to-head. But if we, if first thing is if we look at these Oklahoma losses, losing to three versus Kansas State and losing by seven to Iowa State, which are both losses that you you could win those games somewhat easily. They aren't blowouts and... If we look at Iowa State's one loss here versus... Um, Louisiana Lafayette yeah. in the first game of the season. The fact is, that's a game they probably should have been winning. I think, though, that one doesn't hurt them as much just because it was the season opener and all the uncertainty surrounding the season to begin with. Yeah. Indiana at number 12, I think that's... Pretty solid. Yeah. I think they got that one right. Iowa State at 13. Obviously, I said Oklahoma should be flipped. BYU at 14. I have a problem with this one. I, I would have really. BYU at 9 instead of Georgia. Um, Maybe, I mean, what you have to look at, though, is strength of schedule here. Navy's pretty good. Troy, Louisiana Tech, UTSA, Texas State only just got their first win recently. They did have Houston. And they got San Diego State coming up, and they had Boise State. But other than, like, those three games, it's not really that strong. I think here's what comes into play with BYU. Boise State on the road, and Boise State was ranked. Houston on the road, and Houston was almost ranked at that time. Navy in the season opener on the road blew them out. Navy, a team that was really good last season, you it did. is one of the top teams in the American. You did, however, just mention with Iowa State the fact that it was a season opener. You know, the, it was uncertain how the season was going to work. So that, I think it factors in different when it's a win versus a loss. So for Navy, that loss doesn't really matter, but for BYU, it's a big well, win. Well, Navy was unranked. Yeah. And remember, Iowa State did drop out of the rankings for a few weeks after losing to Louisiana Lafayette. Um, but problem is strength schedule in general, and that's what's keeping them behind. Troy, LaTeX, UTSA, Texas State, North Alabama. Because I think, back to your point with the loss and whatnot, I think we saw that same thing with Oklahoma. They struggled out of the gate. Now they're starting to win, and they're still up there in the rankings. 
Yeah. I think you could say the same thing about Iowa State. But yeah, I think BYU should be at nine instead of Georgia. Okay. 15, Oregon. That's pretty fair. Yeah, I mean. I mean, it's hard to judge the Pac-12 so far because they've only played three games. Yeah. I mean, the 3-0, that should probably give them quite the amount of stuff. But the fact is, they only just beat UCLA. And they did pretty solid versus Washington State while crushing Stanford pretty well. So I think that's probably enough to get them pretty safe. But Wisconsin at 16, I think that Northwestern loss bumped them down a lot. Um, it it did. Of course it did. And that was to be expected when they lost that game, that they would get bumped down a lot, as deserved when you lose to Northwestern. I think the fact that they missed those games because of the COVID outbreak and now the Minnesota game being canceled, I think that just did not help their case either, that they didn't have those games that could have been wins. Because mm-hmm. I think the more wins you have, the more likely it is to kind of cancel out that loss when they're trying to sort through these teams. Yeah. I think same thing could be said about Cincinnati at 7. Yes, they still have a chance, and they very likely, if they don't get into the playoff, will get the New Year's Six bid as the highest-ranked Group of Five champion. But the Temple game got called off. Mm-hmm. I think that's not going to help because I think, same thing with BYU, I think you need as many wins as possible if you're those teams. But what helps them is, we'll get to this later, as they're near the bottom of the, at the bottom of the rankings, Tulsa. Tulsa being ranked help Cincinnati because they're probably going to end up playing them twice. Okay. They'll play them in the regular season and then they'll play them again the following week in the American Championship game. Okay, and then we move to Texas. What do you think of that one? Texas is 17. It's hard. I think that's... Eh. I think it's fair. Actually. Yeah, it's fair, but I also could see the argument to put some of these other teams ahead of them. Mm. But I also think it's very fair. I mean, if we look at their losses, just losing to TCU and Oklahoma, Texas, a classic Big 12 score. Um, yeah, I think... I think that TCU loss hurts them more than the Oklahoma loss. Well, yeah, but what should be known is that was only by two points. And they play Iowa State this week. Yes. If they beat Iowa State... That can attend that stuff. Yeah. And what helps Iowa State's case is if they beat Texas, they're in the Big 12 championship game. Okay. So um, then next we have USC at 18. I they're would, 3 now. I could see I could see the case to bump them down. I, I definitely can because because except for the Utah game, both the Arizona and Arizona State game came down to the final minutes. Yes, and that's a huge problem and we'll definitely see with the fact they got Colorado and Wazoo, both teams who I think are competitive enough that if they win it won't be like an upset, but it's definitely possible. So yeah. that's going to really determine a lot for this season. North Carolina at 19. I strongly disagree with this one. North Carolina was 25 this week in the AP Top 20. This one shocked me. Going from 25 in the AP Top 25 on Sunday to 19 in the College Football Playoff Committee rankings on Tuesday. I mean, if you, you look at their games... I don't completely disagree because their losses, they, Florida State was a bad Yeah, they're not quality losses. But other than that, really, their other loss was to Virginia, who is... Not good. Yeah. But they've also blown out NC State, beat Vatek, beat Wake Forest. Vatek's not as good as we all initially thought, though. 
I mean, Pitt blew them out. And they lost to Liberty, too. Coastal Carolina at 20. I think they should be higher. Eh, maybe. This is where we get into the debate. Marshall at 21-2. Also, I think they should be higher. G5 teams. Do you think they are underranked? Yes, but I think some of them are correctly ranked in this. Like um, Cincinnati at 7. I feel I mean, that Tulsa's pretty right, too. But Coastal Carolina probably should be a bit more up. Um, especially considering probably like 18 should jump UNC and probably yeah, USC. I don't, I don't get North Carolina ahead of Coastal Carolina. Since, since we're on the Group 5 thing here, I would like to point out that um, Buffalo has failed to make it in despite having three wins versus some solid teams. Northern Illinois or Olin Green, they're okay. But blowing out Miami of Ohio is definitely a big thing. They're on Buffalo's on the list of teams that I would have ranked instead of Iowa. Yes. I would have them ranked. I would have Washington. I could consider Washington being ranked ahead of Iowa. I think if Washington does get ranked, that's going to help Oregon because Oregon still support them. Yeah. But um, Buffalo beat Miami of Ohio, who uh, last season, coming into the MAC championship game, they were getting votes. And after that, they might have been ranked, but they at least had votes, I know, and winning that game should mean more than what it did, because they've done debatably as well as maybe Iowa, yeah? Yeah, if Buffalo beats Kent State, I think there's a real argument to rank them ahead of teams like Iowa and Auburn, because I think Auburn's going to get blown out by Alabama. Auburn's at 22. I mean, that's fair, but... They're going to get blown out by Alabama, let's if, be real. If we look at Buffalo's next two weeks, though, that's where they can really make a name with Kent State and Ohio. Kent State is undefeated. Ohio has one loss and is known for being a solid team before taking on Akron, which won't be that hard of a game. So if they're not ranked before the Akron game, they just won't be ranked. What do you think about Auburn at 22? Because I know the Georgia loss goes in as quality loss, but their other loss wasn't. As... I mean... I think it's. it's kind I mean, they of lost fair. to South Carolina. Yeah, but. Yeah, I could see the argument for ranking them, but twenty-two. It's. I think it's just right. Or, I could see flipping them in Oklahoma State, because Oklahoma State twenty-three. I uh, think you could make an argument that Oklahoma State should be ahead of Auburn. Maybe what I mean, they come versus Alabama. They're gonna get beat, but if they can play solidly and only lose by maybe. Three to ten points, I think they'll be able to maintain that spawn debatably. Before. I don't think that happens. It's in Tuscaloosa this year. Generally, the only time Auburn plays Alabama close when it's like this is when they're in Auburn. You mentioned this when we were talking privately, though, about um, there's no fans. And you assume that thus takes away this part of the home field advantage. Well, and... see, in some conferences, there are fans, like the SEC. Well, there's fans, but it's not 100% yeah. capacity. I think it comes more into play in the Big Ten because the Big Ten just has parents. I think that's where it comes into play more than in conferences like the SEC and Big 12 where teams are having decent okay. fans. Because, like, I think that came into play in the A&M Florida game. Yeah. Um, Looking so. at 23, as we mentioned, Oklahoma State. They did beat Iowa State, but they did get blown out by Oklahoma. Yeah, and I think And that's... they beat Tulsa. 
I think it's fair where they're put, though, because um, they're in a position where they should be because they got blown out by Oklahoma. But you mentioned about how A&M beat Florida. It's almost the same thing here. I think Tulsa's played a bit better, but Oklahoma State beat them. So that's what gives them the edge. Iowa at 24, I don't think they should be in this top 25. They have two losses. Yes, one was to Northwestern, but they just, I just haven't seen it with the eye test. I mean, the other loss came to Purdue, and they were both pretty close games. You know, only losing to four to Purdue, only losing by one versus Northwestern. Um, and from there, they've done their work pretty well. They've blown out Michigan State, blown out Minnesota, played solidly versus Penn State. And I do think if they show versus Nebraska and Illinois, they dis- they can show if they win those games by the amount they've been winning by, I think... That will show that they they do deserve this spot. Maybe. I think I would have Buffalo, and I would also consider Washington, as I said earlier, ahead yeah. of them. I think Buffalo, especially if they beat Kent State. I think Washington, they blew out an Arizona team that almost beat USC. Mm-hmm. So, I would like to point out right now, though, since you mentioned Buffalo here. So, the MAC and the Mountain West don't have teams in. Now, the Mountain West hasn't actually been doing anything really they haven't really played many games, exactly kind of like the pack so when you consider that technically of the conferences that have been playing anything in general the mac is the only one without a team up there i do think you can make an argument for nevada they beat san diego state they're four and oh yeah i think there's an argument there i could see that i think the boise state san jose state game this week is going to be interesting it will determine a lot, honestly. In Boise, on Big Fox, too. I think that's huge that they put that game on Big Fox. I don't think it really matters, to be fair, on what it's on as long as it happens. Well, I think it grabs the attention of the committee more when your team's playing on the big networks. I don't think it will. I think a a huge win on ESPN Plus is the same as a huge win on Fox. Tulsa at 25, we talked about this earlier, lost to Oklahoma State. Probably deserved to be there. I th- that's their only loss. I think they definitely should be ranked at 25. I could see putting them at 24 and flip-flopping them in Iowa. Eh, I can tell you got something against Iowa. I just don't see it with Iowa at 3-2. and two. With the limited number of games in the Big Ten, the more losses you accumulate once you get to that second loss, Unless you have, like, a really, really strong loss. Fact is, though, some of these Tulsa wins do need to be questioned a little bit. Beating ECU by four. Beating SMU by four. SMU was ranked. Okay. In, at the time. Tulane, who was not ranked, um, only going to OT and winning. That's not necessarily great either. And um, if we look at some other games, of course, losing to OSU... It's pretty big. They did manage to keep it a bit close, though, and that's going to be what saves them, I feel like, throughout the season, is that loss was pretty close. And they have Navy and Tulsa, not Tulsa, Cincinnati coming up, and that Navy game will determine a lot because if they lose the game to Navy, which I don't think they will, but if they do, they're going to lose to Cincinnati because Cincinnati is going to be hot and they're going to be cold. But Cincinnati will not have played in a few weeks because they're they're not going to play this week. They have the open date next week that they're not going to fill, from okay. what it sounds like. Well, consider this. But right I now, think 
I think there's one team that extremely benefits from Tulsa being ranked, and that is Cincinnati. Because Cincinnati's going to end up playing them twice in two weeks, and Tulsa being ranked is going to help with their quality of wins and strength of schedule. And the fact is, who, whoever wins um, this, the game between um, Tulsa and Cincinnati at the end of the season is going to win the conference championship game. Well, they, they'll play again the next week, yes, most and likely. With morale, if you get beat, especially if one of the teams blows out the other or beats them by more than 10 points, I think that's going to kill the morale of the losing side in that battle. Obviously, and that's what's going to happen to Tulsa. One so thing we lose. saw last year in the American, Cincinnati and Memphis had a very basically the exact same situation where they played back-to-back weeks. Yeah. Once in the regular season and then American the American Athletic Conference Championship game. Mm-hmm. I think what's going to be interesting is Cincinnati loses one of those two games, that's it for them in terms of the playoff. If, if they just lose one. Yes. I think what's going to hurt them more is if they lose the conference championship game. Well, yeah. remember, the highest-ranked group of five champion gets a New Year's Six bid, which BYU is not eligible for. Yeah. Being an independent. Um, but I think the fact is Cincinnati will come to that first game. They'll give a solid beating to Tulsa, and that's going to kill their morale, which will bring Cincinnati to, like, a solid 20-to-30-point win. What is the furthest down this rankings you can go and you have a team that you still think there's a path to the playoff for? Um, I would say there's still a path to the playoff for pretty much every team above UNC? I think the Pac-12 champion likely will not get in just based on the fact of how many games they will have played. I think there's still a path for BYU. Uh, yeah, that, that's what I just said, actually. BYU sh- should be a lot higher. I think Georgia, we could see them drop depending on what happens. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, as we've seen, things can drastically change between the initial rankings and as we get further into these rankings. Yes, that's true. Do you think that, if, as we talked about earlier, Notre Dame and Clemson splitting would hurt BYU and Cincinnati's case? No, I don't think it will because um, that'll they're both secured in anyways, even if. I believe even if Clemson loses the conference championship game, they're still pretty safe. I think they need Notre Dame to beat Clemson. I think what they really need, though, is or what Ohio happens, State to get a beat. Or Notre Dame loses to North Carolina, and then Clemson beats them. I think they need one of them at two losses. Because I think if Clemson and Notre Dame are both at one loss, they're going to get in mm-hmm. to the playoff. Yeah. I think Alabama-Florida in the SEC championship game I think that's highly likely that that matchup happens. They need Alabama to win, because if Florida beats Alabama, you could make the case there for Florida. Yeah, yeah. I think Florida has more of an argument than Texas A&M of the just-outside teams. Um, Yeah, definitely. Because I think what would help Florida is a win in the SEC championship game, which Texas A&M would not have Anyone could have told you that. That's that's not shocking information. If Cincinnati wins out, let's say they beat Tulsa twice. Mm-hmm. Alabama wins out. 
So that would put Florida at two losses. Yeah. Texas A&M still at one loss. Uh Uh-huh. And then Notre Dame and Clemson end up splitting. Mm Mm-hmm. That makes Ohio State Northwestern in the Big Ten Championship game a lot more important. Yes, it it does, and that's clear. And I think it will go to Northwestern, and I think they'll go undefeated. Do you think the Big Ten champion has a more legitimate argument than the Pac-12 champion? Yes, of course they do, because they've played more, and they're better. One of the questions that's been tossed around is, do you think the Big 12's out of this yet? Yes. Yeah, I don't think we'll see a Big 12 team in the playoff either. I think Iowa State, maybe, but that's a long shot. Yeah. But if Iowa State gets a second loss, I think that completely eliminates. Mm Mm-hmm. Definitely. So looking ahead to next week, who do you think are some teams that could jump into the top 25? Um... I guess maybe, once again, um, Buffalo. Yeah, if Buffalo beats Kent State, especially with Auburn. If Auburn loses to Alabama, I think they're out of the top 25. Yeah. If Washington beats Utah, I think they may be in. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens in the college football playoff in the race for the national championship. Remember the two semifinals, January 1st, the Rose and Sugar Bowl, and then the national championship game on January 11th in Miami. I'm Ben Rosen, and this is the Sports Podcast.